0: Right. Hello, Wristband What's City. Good? This What's is DJ good? Beowulf, uh, DJing directly from Hopscotch. I have beside me Boulevards.
1: What's up? What's up? Jamila Rashad, a.k.a. Boulevard's in the building. Raleigh North CAC. What's up? How y'all okay. feeling?
0: Hey, hey, I bet everyone's feeling fantastic. We've been playing a lot of your stuff on air in preparation for this interview. Oh, man. Very excited to get into the nitty gritty.
1: Dope, dope, yeah. Heck
0: yeah. All right, so we're going to cover this. We kind of talked about it a little bit ago. Yeah. yeah. How'd you get the name Boulevards?
1: Well, Boulevards was going to be actually a uh, a side project, you know, when I was coming up with it. It was going to be just Jamil Rashad. And then I had some friends, lady friends that were British and Australian and French. And I just love the way. A woman said, "Boulevards." So that's for me, beautiful. so for me, I kind of was like, "Yo, if I, you know, I'm traveling, it was kind of romantic, very seductive, the way Boulevard. a woman said it. Yeah, yes, yes exactly. <laughs> so, you know, um, I thought it was good. And, and then another thing, you know, alphabetical order. So B, so like when people are scrolling down their iTunes or their Spotify, yeah, it's right see up there. It to stop, you know. So that's what we wanted to do. So yeah, that's how I wanted to do it.
0: So you said that Boulevards was a side project, but you were a Raleigh local. How'd you yes. get your foot in the music business?
1: How did I get to what now? Your foot in the oh, music yeah, business. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for me, I was always just, you know, writing music. You know, it it, it didn't come. It just didn't come overnight. It took a lot mm-hmm. of hard work. I was in a lot of punk bands and hardcore bands back in the day. That's pretty uh, cool. I started doing, like, some, you know, producing back in the day in college. But, um, you know, when I came back from New York, which you know, to to Raleigh, Uh, slowly started playing shows and I released the video for Got To Go and Capture Tracks reached out and, you know, that was it, pretty much. You know, that was kind of like the start of, like, me playing shows and touring and releasing records and releasing songs and people kind of knowing who Boulevards is I and mean, you know there's yeah. still a lot of work to do but like that was pretty much the But the you start. really
0: got your name out there. I saw that you recently played in uh Montreal, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, Montreal was That's that so was so dope. That was very, very humbling man, because you know I'm being originally
0: from Montreal. Well oh, Ottawa ee. but I, ee. Ee, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just in Montreal for a family <laughs> reunion. So yeah. when I was doing my uh background research on yeah. who you are, I was like, Okay, he's Duh. one of us now
1: Montreal is cool. They showed us a lot of love. It was very unexpected. I wasn't expected to play two sets back to back in one night in wow. front of thirty thousand people. It was just crazy, like they. It was just really, really humbling, and to have my guys from Raleigh there, you know. Shout out to Darian, shout out to Nikki Bad, shout yeah. out to Nash. You know, we were out there, and it was just, it was lovely, man. We felt like we belonged there, and it, it, it felt good to like be somebody from Raleigh to go there and to be playing in Montreal and showing like, yo, people from North Carolina can bring it. They Not absolutely that, can. North Carolina funk, has an incredible you know? music so, scene. So yeah, so it, it, it was, it was very, it was very humbling. You know, it, was, it felt good. So.
0: Very humbling. Was it for a festival or were you just playing a yeah, show? It was there?
1: Montreal Jazz Fest, like the biggest jazz fest in okay. the world. She had, like he had Herbie Hancock. Incredible. Um yeah, it was a, a lot of Seal. He had Seal, Seal? Yeah, Okay, yeah. that's
0: a name I haven't heard in a while. From
1: a rose on <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well yeah, so we yeah that, that was dope. That was cool.
0: But speaking of jazz, uh I read online that your father was a jazz R and B DJ. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, he is. Is he uh, still one?
1: Nah, he retired two years ago. He's chilling. So not too living bad. Living life at the at the crib, traveling. You know, watching football. Heck, yeah. Who's his uh, team? Philadelphia Eagles. Super Bowl champs. Eagles, go birds. Pulled it out last night. Yeah, go birds. But, uh, yeah, he was doing that for about um, close to, you know, 30 years. And he also taught communications at Shaw University. That's where he DJed and. You know, that's what he was doing. Was oh, young, so, so he
0: was a local too. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. He's the he's online f- article that I read said that he was a Philly DJ. Yeah, well,
1: you know, he's from Philadelphia, born, but he he came here. He moved here with the school at Shaw, and that's where he got his. Yeah, foot it's like what
0: five miles it. from here.
1: Yeah, so that's where he kind of got his foot into the door was when he did that. So that was, the, yeah, dope. So.
0: And uh, speaking of your dad again, is he the one on the Black as Hell album cover, single cover? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, my dad. that was that is a, a cute photo. That was
1: in uh Joe Frazier's. Uh, Boxing rings, dad Joe Frazier's actually my wow. dad's great uncle. Wow, like, that's my dad's uncle. So that when I was a kid, so that talent was only, like
0: runs in your blood, huh? Uh,
1: I'm not a talented boxer if that means anything. I'm a, I'm a lover, I'm a, a lover, not a fighter. But but yeah, that was that was really really cool because back in the day, you know, that's where we used to go and to you know Joe Frazier's gym and see my cousin and see Joe and you know uh, you know it was cool. It, the picture was very really nostalgic, so that's why I used it for that. It was very appropriate for that. Um, song and that cover. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It also, the song uh, itself reflects a lot about um, your, like, self-pride and self-worth and how you're proud to be who you are. And I think throwing it back with a photo of, like, you and your dad and your family lineage, yeah, yeah, yeah. it all coincides. It's fantastic. It it made
1: sense, you know. I was trying to, like, yeah, should I, like, design, like, graphic art or two things? I was like, nah, this photo is, because it's more personal and obviously it's, like, the pride of being uh, a black man in America and all that stuff, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Um, Actually, um, I think I really enjoyed that song. The um, reading when I was a freshman at NC State, the reading that we had to do for everyone incoming was um, yeah. uh, it was by this author, ta Hesse Coates, if you know who that is. Okay. And he uh, the entire book was uh, his synopsis of living as a black man in America yeah. and teaching his son the lessons that he was going to grow up with. And it was a beautiful thing for me to read and harrowing as a person who ha- doesn't have to go through that or yeah. anything. So it was really eye opening for me. And I just really enjoyed cool. that whole time I was listening to your song and thinking about the book that I read. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about you, even though your dad sounds like a wonderful man. You mentioned a second <laughs> ago you were into punk, hardcore, and metal bands. Yeah, were I was you into in the punk bands.
1: Um yes, they were very short lived, okay. very like southern as
0: hardcore bands tend to be. Yeah, yeah,
1: very southern hardcore hardcore punk. When I was in school at UNC Charlotte. So okay. like, post-years years Is of that, that where that, you
0: went? Uh, that's not the art school you went to, right?
1: That's why. I, yeah, that's why I got my art degree.
0: Very, very yeah, cool. Yeah, you
1: know, Charlie was illustration minor photography. A lot of people don't know that. That's a that's a rare fact that people don't know about Jamil Rashad is that I've uh-huh. uh, been drawing since I was four years old and painting. What kind of?
0: What's your art style?
1: Uh, uh, who is your artistic I like inspiration? Abstract, I like Jackson Pollock to be Ooh, a, I love okay. abstract. Man, I love mixed media. Jackson that's Pollock is a very
0: um, evocative painter. A lot yeah, of people can like find uh, emotions through like the. Um, the scattered way that he paints and yeah. the way he throws the paints, but yeah. um, a lot of people just say like, oh, it's not important. It's just he's just throwing it on a <laughs> like canvas. But it, there's so much more to that. There's so much
1: more to that, man. I just love, it. and it, this is his, the movie of him is dope. So I just, I, I was, I was, I was, I was just drawn to him as an artist, you know, when I was in college, and I just kind of connected with him, you know. So, um, because to be honest, I never really was into big of like a lot of artists. I don't know like a lot of, you know, to me, art history was born to me. But Jackson Pollock was, you know, an artist that I just, I just really vibed and just, he spoke to me yeah so, he's
0: a very uh, eclectic yeah. character I don't yeah. know if he's still alive but I used to I, uh, so. I took an art history class yeah. in high school yeah, and um, he was one of the artists that we focused on for like modernist mm. pieces and things mm. I really enjoyed that um, but musically name some artists who inspired you I read online oh, man, that awesome. you are a big fan of Prince
1: Prince but more so Rick James
0: Rick James
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick James is who I always um really really looked up to as far as songwriting production uh charisma on stage prince is uh, all is amazing as well too yeah did you know that his
0: uh his touring band the revolution is playing hopscotch i
1: know i know are you gonna go see him i don't know i gotta gotta i gotta show tomorrow true well their show's tonight i gotta make sure i'm ready for you guys tomorrow so i can bring you guys a red hat you know you can't go
0: to a show uh, scream uh, your lungs out and not be able to perform I i
1: know but uh but um yeah so like that's yeah, I mean, there's there's so many. I mean, there's bands like SOS Band, Slave, Confunction, Earth Wind and Fire, uh, take it back to James Brown, you know, uh, you know Sharon Jones. You know, there's there's so many Pharrell, Breakbot, Daft Punk. There's so many artists that influence me when it comes to writing the songs that I do and the production and what we you know what we do. So. so
0: if you could collab with any artist, I mean, like put out a song, hell, put out an album, dead or alive. Anyone, I don't care.
1: Fire Rick James. Really? Yeah. Man. What if it
0: was? Uh, is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. Then what about alive?
1: Oh man, I don't want to sound cliche. No, 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 say it. But probably like Daft Punk.
0: Daft Punk, okay.
1: Oh, now nah, Rogers, which I'm. You, you know. could
0: be their like secret fourth member that yeah, they never had. Daft
1: Punk could probably real.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've done music together before, yeah, so, so you can that's just
1: that's be their third man. That probably, like, I mean, that's if anybody that would... So I'm putting that out there in the universe, manifestation, right? Putting that out in the universe, Pharrell.
0: Speak, speak know, it into existence. Yeah, speak it into existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully one day, you know, that would. Who knows? Happen. Maybe Pharrell's a fan of WKNC. Dude, Pharrell, if you're listening, is, we yeah, love you. Hey,
1: we do love you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, what I was going to say was when I was listening to your music, I could picture... Um, I don't know if you're aware of these two artists, but Monty Booker and Smino... Okay. You could do an incredible collab with them. Your music had a very similar. Them. I would highly recommend. They did this song together called Colors, spelled with a K. Really. Very much up your alley. I think nice. you could really do something cool with them. But you're on tour now. You're playing yes. at Hopscotch tomorrow tour, night. What time? Tour. What location?
1: Five thirty at the Red Hat vibes. Ooh,
0: are you yeah. playing any day parties during the next few days? No,
1: but we do have a um uh a, a day kinda like or evening party tonight at Raleigh Raw, kinda like a meeting. Oh greet is it gonna be like vibe. an after party type of thing? Yeah. no just kinda like a party, man. You know, we're gonna do some like ginger beer stuff like okay. custom mocktails, cocktails for people mules. and just, you know, eat some good food and just kinda chill, listen to some like nineties R and B, kinda cool just hang out with, you know, Sharif owner shout out to Sharif owner of Raleigh Raw and you know, um, Myself and a couple of the uh, lovely, beautiful people of Raleigh going to come. So hang you're mad the show.
0: connected within Raleigh, then.
1: Uh, I got. I mean, it's a community, artist community. We we all yeah. we all together. We all connected. Everybody's connected. I feel you know? like once so you
0: once you're in, it feels smaller than it uh, maybe small, on the outside. It's it very is small. small, but you know, North like, Carolina I mean, in general is small.
1: Raleigh is my uh, my heart and soul. It uh, is, yeah. yeah. So.
0: Um, but you're on tour now. Yeah. Other than Hopscotch, are you excited yeah. for any particular city? I know you're going all over. I can't even say um, you're sticking to the East Coast or anything.
1: Uh, San Diego ha- will be tight. Um, playing um, Caboo Festival, which is like kind of like the Coachella of the beach. You got like Robert Plant, Katy Perry, wow. Post Malone, TLC, Robert Gucci Mane, Wiz Khalifa, myself, Earth Wind and Fire, War.
0: You're gonna play Jimmy a lineup World, with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Jimmy
1: Eat World. Jimmy Eat
0: World. So sick. Like Vanessa so Carlton. Sick. Yeah. Oh it's my like, god. Yeah.
1: It's it's a crazy, really, really big, dope lineup, which I'm really it excited for. It's a dope for. lineup. Are you really, trying to
0: fly me out to San Diego? Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If this interview goes well, I look, enough. At,
1: my, I look at my miles. See if I got <laughs> my miles stuck one. Yeah. Let too. me bubble a couple air points yeah, off of you. Exactly.
0: Have you performed in any of the locations on your tour before?
1: Not San Diego. Um, LA, I have when I was with, when I was touring with the band Rye. Um, And I was playing at the Orpheum. Costa Mesa I had performed. That was dope. Um, San Jose I never really performed. But, uh, yeah, I mean, then I got another tour later in November with a a legend rap artist, hip-hop artist called Lyrics Born. Very tight. And I'll be coming here because I'm playing – Motorcru. You
0: always got to come back to your home. Yeah,
1: it mean, won't be Raleigh, but it'll be Motorcru. Motor co- it'll be, be Durham, so I'll be Kola headlining that, and that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be have the, the guys out there, the band, and it's gonna be fun. So,
0: do you have a favorite show memory, or like the wildest experience? Like, oh. has a fan ever thrown something at you on stage?
1: I think in Australia, they, they, they if they, they, if like if you, they throw shoes at you, that means you're killing shoes? it. Shoes, and I have like bras don't I mean that was the only that's weirdest. very typical though. that was no that's never typical that was only in Australia
0: typical for artists in general yeah. though like but shoes think, is a little weird but I've heard of people yeah. throwing bras before I think
1: the wildest is probably when I got kicked out the Orpheum in LA really? because you know being sober now is cool like you know I think all the times I was like performing like wild belligerent but like I'm actually sober and clean and I, and I like I do my soul train line in the crowd like I always do and they kick me out at the Orpheum for doing my soul train, they did tell me a sound check I couldn't do, it, but I was like, "To get that, nah, I'm, gonna I'm gonna do, do it that. anyways." I'm yeah. gonna do it anyways because it's part of the show, it's part of what I do, it's part of you know Boulevard's experience. You know what I'm saying? So um, I had to, uh, I had to do it. So.
0: All right, so let's talk about music. Oh, favorite me. and least favorite song to perform.
1: Of Minds? Yeah. Oh, wow. I um, mean, if you
0: do covers, you can mention I those too, but I think I'm, I'm trying to talk about Boulevard.
1: I think my favorite song to perform is probably Sanity's The Last Song, because that's when I do The Soul Train Line.
0: Uh, if anyone was listening, about. 30-ish minutes ago. It was on air. Yeah, we'll yeah, probably yeah. play some so more boulevards after be, this interview. Don't be
1: shy, Raleigh. I'm going to have to go have a Soul Train line at Red Hat. I want you guys to be a part of that. So.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm going to be at that show, so oh, I can guarantee yeah. you that crowd's going to get excited. Yeah, it
1: should be fun. Um, least favorite? I don't really have a least favorite song. Um, I
0: mean, like, for example, I got to interview Obituary. I don't know okay. if you're aware of that metal band. Um, okay. A little. Wa- ooh, that was a sound in the distance.
1: Feedback.
0: But I got to interview um, Obituary, Trevor from Obituary, and he okay. said that his least favorite song to perform was Slowly rot because they play it every single night and it's just become tiring to him. Do yeah, so you have a song songs. like that?
1: I play all. I mean, I love. I mean, I like playing my songs. You know. I mean, yeah, you should. I mean, I guess I have some. I don't. I mean, uh, I guess a song maybe "What's Real." Yeah, "What's Real" of my my second record. I don't really like. I, mean, I play it, but it's not really...
0: But the fact that you had to care. dig to find a song that you don't like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. It's
1: like I was a, I was Googling
0: playing, some of so. your music videos. I checked out a couple of videos of your live Duh. sets, and they're always high energy, high yeah, performance. Yeah, you keep the pedal to the metal funk. Absolutely. So the no fact that you're always with. having fun shows in the fact that you don't have a least favorite song to perform. Yeah, we play
1: loose on stage, man. I don't like... You know, a lot of people... T- talk about live shows being tight, maybe we're tight to a certain extent, but I like playing loose, man, because that's why it's called live shows. Anything can happen, right? It's interesting that you say you like to play
0: loose because I read that, um, you, I read online, I think it was an interview with, um, I don't know. I can't remember that magazine name, but they said that you drew uh, drew a lot of your techniques from um, hardcore and metal yeah. because it was tight and it was well, kept together.
1: Uh, what I mean by that is the energy, right? When ah. I used to go to those hardcore shows, those punk shows, the energy was always electrifying. It was always infectious. It was always addicting, You know what I'm saying? So like, it's all that's the e- I uh,
0: emotion. Yeah, in the the room. emotion. So
1: like, when I used to see these hardcore bands play, to me, it was really, really inspiring. It was really lovely. So that's where I kind of like got that, you know, I guess that energy, that that inspiration from. Um. Yeah, because their musicianship is really, really tight. It is. But you know, when it comes to our guys, we were tight to a certain extent. But like I said, you know, when I see some of my favorite artists, like Future Islands, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know Mac DeMarco, those guys, there's a couple other like you know bands that I see, they they play loose, man. This is like yeah. you know Phoenix; they play really, really loose on stage, you know. So, like I said, that's why they call it a live show. It's supposed to be imperfect. It's not supposed to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when it comes to be perfect, that's you know that's when it takes that's what we talk about records, you know, And, I mean, to a you know, degree, so. it's pretty
0: impressive to go see a show that's been rehearsed and performed. Like, uh, all those big names, like, yeah. they're doing, like, world tours. Like, oh, God, I don't know why. Uh, for example, like, Ariana Grande. She uh. rehearses every set that she does, and it's the same every time, yeah. which is impressive, to say the least, because she has to memorize all those routines. But just having, like, an organic, like grassroots flow to your performance well, well making everything unique yeah we, we
1: rehearse and you know like you know I, we well, I gotta make, practice the music yeah we practice but it's not you know, planned like, I guess yeah I mean like we, the, the sets are always planned but I, I'm never one of those guys that have like a sheet of my set list
0: oh uh, you don't give them yeah. out to the crowd afterwards? because because things
1: change because things change I might say let's don't just do another song like that's the thing I'm really really grateful it's for what that you're I, feeling yeah, yeah you know and that's what I'm saying it's about feeling that's why I'm really grateful to have the guys that I play with because mm-hmm. they could, we can could switch to any song like you know probably like, yo, let's do this song. and I do this a They're like, okay, that's good. That's, that's dope. You know, it's okay. What's so good? Yeah. that's what funk music is about. It's like kind of like punk, you know, it's like on the fly. It's not really, you know, we go to live show, it's all about feel Yeah, there is you know a lot of um, overlap and, you know, between yeah, punk and funk. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. we talk like about that. it. And we talk about it. We're like, yo, are you feeling this track? Should we do this track? you kind of like being a DJ almost filling the crowd out type of type yeah, thing you know, yeah yeah this, this I went to outside, uh, outside. a
0: Merge about a week ago for their local artist spotlight and there was this uh, never been there
1: it's dope yeah it's dope cool. it's a cute
0: little bar it has like an underground feel uh, mm. because you have to like go down a flight of steps to dope. get in
1: like Neptunes
0: yeah exactly Neptunes. and it's got like art hanging on the walls yeah. very very cool shout but out they had Neptunes. shout out Neptunes I won't be at your venue tonight because you're to 21 Paul. plus but Neptune, uh, yeah. shout out to everyone else who's going yeah um but anyways i saw this group called darren and the buttered toast and they did this name that is sick and they're from uh hungry (laughs) oh yeah i'm about to go get lunch after (laughs) this but what was so impressive to me about them was that they were doing what you were saying just feeling out the crowd seeing what they liked by the end of their set everyone was dancing and the whole crowd begged three times for encores three extra encores (laughs) just because their energy was so infectious i think it's all
1: about i mean you want to take yourself to a Take yourself seriously to a certain extent on these live shows and being an artist. But, like, when you're on stage, it's about having fun. People are drawn to that fun, right? You yeah, know, to that energy. You're not really having fun on stage. People can see that. People can be like, yo, this, they're not having fun. I mean, I'm like, I don't even want to, you know, dance with these guys. And you know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't want to like, leave. But, like, when people see guys are on stage that are, that are having fun, people are drawn to that. And that's why I think our shows, you know, people love our shows because we're all these guys on having fun. We're on our own world. We're playing fun of, like, 10 people to 3,000 or 30 people but like when we were on stage that's us we're having fun together us homies are just playing that's amazing you know, you know, you know we, we go going these shows like we're just homies playing man we well I don't. can
0: definitely say to you all know, our so WKNC listeners Boulevards is an artist to see They, he and the rest of the group are on the top of my list I would say yeah, it should be fun it's yeah it's I'm plain really plain excited red
1: habit. I played every Pretty vin- big venue in the in the, in the in the. Give the us that time area. and
0: location one more time.
1: 5.30. Well, 5 o'clock show, you know, doors open, but we going to 5.30 at Red Hat. Bringing that funk, that pedal-to-the-metal punk funk for y'all, man. Make sure you bring your dancing shoes and your freak flag and come hang with your boy Boulevards. And make sure you come see Chic, too, man. They're legends, man. Pay your respects. That's why I do this music, to pay homage to people like them, so...
0: Hell yeah. yeah. We're going to go ahead and switch over to the next DJ. It was a fantastic time interviewing you today. Awesome. Thank you Thank for you coming so by. Much. Thank you for having Before me. Before we sign out, you want to put one of your songs on air? Yeah, let's, got a do, uh,
1: let's do Let's do my jam, uh, Up on Your Love, man. We're going to, you know, because you know, I love all these. I love Raleigh, you know. So in love with the city. You guys are my homies. Yeah, See we you guys can do Saturday. That.
0: All right. Up on Your Love. <laughs>